0: Baby, it's anal or nothing. Mm-hmm.
1: What's that all about? What's the mm-hmm while listening mm-hmm. to that theme? Yeah,
0: I just, I thought that would be the right thing to do.
1: Are things in Texas going poorly? Are you a boots on the ground report? Is there war? Is there the smell of burning bodies in the air? Come and take it. That's what we say. Come and take it. You're like, come on. Mm -hmm. Do not tread on me. Mm -hmm. Texas is making a stand. And the most interesting part of this, we all knew. Wait, did we
0: start? Yeah, this did you hear the theme music? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I blanked it
1: out. What are you doing? Have you been taking drugs? Did you need some drugs? No, I forgot to take my morning pills. Is your blood pressure OK? I don't know. You should check. Check your blood yeah. oxygen level. It could I be going to? down. OK. We all knew that the could state happen. of Texas was going to defy the federal government. I'm Darren mm-hmm. O'Neill. He's Gene <laughs> of this is unrelenting. We knew that Texas was going to defy the federal government. We knew the federal government. Last Technically not
0: true, but OK.
1: Uh, well, according to the federal government. Well, it's still not true. Now, the federal government is like, no, 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 no. You can't do this. We're coming down. We're going to show a. Uh, we're going to posture and try to show some force. What I didn't expect was what like 18 other states to be like 26 26 now hell yes screw the federal government we're with texas Mm -hmm. oh my god yep Yep. that is that was unexpected on on this end so it's very interesting to watch this with the backdrop of presidential election coming up within Mm -hmm. a year where multiple states are trying to remove a guy from the ballot and Mm -hmm. not this is this is civil war moving closer and closer oh, yeah. and closer. Absolutely. So, I mean, what's going to happen next? What are your predictions?
0: <clears throat> predictions, huh? Uh Well, isn't that what we do here? Yeah, I guess. Um, so my predictions is that the rhetoric is going to keep getting cranked up. It's got to move beyond rhetoric, though, at some point. I mean. Well. That's the thing is if it does, it'll be like throwing a match into a, uh, you know, fertilizer storage facility. Yeah, it's not going to be good. There are a lot of people that are on the edge of doing things.
1: Well, because they feel like they've been pushed to it. They feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of them feel like their vote wasn't counted, that the last election was rigged. Which it was yeah, in multiple ways. A lot of people still want to say, well, the voting machines were compromised. Yeah,
0: but th- and th- that's the thing. It's like the election can be rigged. And yet the president can be sworn into office. Like those are not mutually exclusive things. Correct. So Biden <clears throat> can be the president, which I know some people are denying that he's the president. But he can have gotten there, much like John Kennedy, incidentally, through rigged
1: voting. Right. Well, yes. And you can rig the election in multiple mm-hmm. different ways. I mean, We
0: know Kennedy would have lost Nixon if it wasn't for the, the fake votes uh, coming out of your hometown there.
1: Well, it's beyond just fake votes. There was intimidation votes. Mm-hmm. There was all sorts of the uh, the mob influence at that time. The mob, the union,
0: the same uh, Democrats, same old difference. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, now a lot of people still keep pointing to the wrong thing, though. It's like you have to understand that anything that would have happened with the voting machines themselves mm-hmm. would have taken a lot of technical know how and cover up. And I really don't think there was anything massive in that rain, uh in that range where you got it was with things like the zucker bucks where billions of dollars were spent to put boots on the ground to have people go oh did you get that mail-in ballot let mm. us help you fill them all out
0: right well we and make sure your vote
1: counts right mm-hmm. make sure your vote doesn't count mm-hmm. go with the zucker so there's yep that kind of set the fuse with january sixth, with a lot of people feeling like the federal government with Joe Biden at the helm mm-hmm. is messing with their lives. They're intentionally trying to ruin their lives. They're pushing for the no borders concept, which well, is, not, is new. not new. Mm-hmm. All, of all, of all of a sudden, I'm bouncing back. back. We'll we'll don't play, with, play with, audio with audio during the show, the Gene. Show, Gene. Well, I'm not. I'm, oh, 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 what
0: happened? What all,
1: happened? Of all of a sudden, a sudden I'm, bouncing, I'm bouncing, bouncing back to myself. Jesus. What I'm, are you don't doing? That. Don't do not do that. I'm
0: not doing anything, man.
1: <laughs> you got to be it's just the
0: uh, I'm gremlins. Just, I'm trying to shut down
1: the X feed. That's all. Shut it down. Shutting down the X. Yeah. Shutting down the X, man. Got to shut down the X. So they.
0: Oh, I probably shouldn't have had X and clean feed running in the same browser, though.
1: No, you don't want to do that because it's going to put them onto these same channels and all things get crazy, Mm-mm. which is why you'll hear that with some podcasters who have their microphone channel clean feed channel also be the one that they're on a social media site or something and you constantly get bloop 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 bloop, 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 bloop. It's like turn it what, off what, come on the, what's the bloops do you got to be a professional that's something coming in usually mm. that's a very important message coming in it's like a pew pew the pew pews i got it So they feel like Joe Biden and the federal government are pushing for a no borders, no new world order concept, which seems Mm -hmm. to be fairly accurate. I mean, if somebody can disprove that, feel free to try. Mm -hmm. But all of these things are going down Texas. And it's hilarious. I know we touched on it multiple times, but it's hilarious when Chicago and New York and these other sanctuary cities go, we're being overrun. And then you look yeah. at what's going on in Texas and Arizona and like, no, no, they're being overrun. Right. And they need to do you know, like the sanctuary cities now are trying to keep people out. They're trying to block the buses coming in. They're doing everything they can to keep mm-hmm. the migrants out, which is hilarious because that's exactly what they're saying. Texas shouldn't do. Boy, They might end up building walls even. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Mm-hmm. Although once Chicago's behind a wall, we don't let anybody out. That's that's probably true. <laughs> you just, yeah, this, you're, you're walling yourself in. Uh-huh. You're too dumb to realize it. And I don't believe that it's going to have enough traction to really matter. Mm-hmm. But there are more news stories popping up all the time right here in Chirac, which we are right outside of I am. But I right. get all the Chicago news and there have been multiple stories of black organizations within chicago like you know what screw the democrats they are not doing anything for us this mm-hmm. migrant crisis is taking money out of our pockets of taking food off of our families' table they are not helping people that have been homeless here in chicago for yep. years and people are showing up yesterday and getting housing and money and it doesn't make they sense they are totally and that's angering people yeah. that already live here like hey you know what It's not a racist. It's not a horrible thing to say, hey, let's take care of our own first. Let's take care of our house and then Mm -hmm. we can open it up. Once everything is great here, then you can open up the border and start bringing more people in. Once everything's great here and you've built some condos and apartments and be like, come on in if you want more people to come in. Yeah, but which we don't. Oh, well, see, that's the uh, what they're using is, you know, well. And it's, it's so elitist with the Democrats.
0: Which one was it a few years ago? Like, well, who's going to clean the toilets then? Oh, yeah, yeah. They need to. Well, I'll tell you what, it ain't the single white men in their mid 20s that are coming over. That's not no. who's going to clean the toilets. No, no, there's an army that's coming over. Yeah.
1: We talked about the uh, guy that was interviewed, the Iranian at the border. And he's like, uh, I made my journey and I can tell you what I saw. And it mm-hmm. was mainly while there are some families and women coming in it's overall dominated yeah. by military age men a lot yep. he said from china
0: yep a lot of china a lot from the middle east a lot from africa like actual african
1: Africans. and then you ask the question the next time one of these you know 9-11 type events happens which side are all these people oh, in our, i don't think in your that's a, on?
0: i don't think that's gonna happen but here's what will happen rape and murder will start going up significantly in the next five years. And it's going to get blamed on the next president. And that is uh, something that has been talked about
1: quite a lot on no agenda, which is the concept of, okay, we kind of think as the Democrats, as the, the crazy leftists that operate in the shadows, we believe Mm -hmm. that Donald Trump is probably going to win. So let's set him up to have the worst time possible. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a crazy conspiracy theory until you really look at what's been going on in the world. And it doesn't seem that far fetched then. Yep. That we can do whatever we can to make. It's like, okay, you're going to win. You want to come into this? Okay. We're going to make sure the economy has gone. You have so many people. You are going to look like a horrible person. Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. People are not going to be happy because the as anything with a problem in a country the size of the United States, the answers and the things that have to be put into place do not happen immediately. The results do no. not happen immediately. So the worst no, what, the hilarious thing is, Trump could come in, do everything that he's supposed to do, and right after he's out of office, everything starts getting better.:
0: Yeah. Then that's the, probably the earliest, but I don't think it will. I don't think it's going to get better for another decade or so. No, and Didy Guru says that was Whoopi Goldberg. That was like, oh, well,
1: who's going to clean the toilets?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think uh, this may be a reason why Vivek dropped out immediately. Vivek rhymes with cake. Because uh, I can pronounce them any way I want to. <laughs> because uh if you wanted to have his name be vivek you wouldn't have spelled it vivek you're just mad that he has hair uh he hardly has any hair are you kidding he's going bald dude <laughs> um i am mad that he's married to a doctor though oh you you want to yeah. be married to a doctor i mean just to get what a, a discount I, I was married to a doctor <laughs> not married to a doctor anymore oh well they were trying to kill you right and uh, not well i mean maybe she was feeding me too much but uh Anyway, the um, uh, I think anyone coming into this has to realize that the country was already starting to go down the toilet when COVID happened, like even without Biden's help. But with the acceleration of going down the toilet that Biden has provided, this is not going to get solved in the next year or even four years. This is going to be. At best case scenario a decade-long problem we're gonna probably see in our lifetimes and probably in the next few years certainly within the next decade we're going to see 100 percent inflation in the u.s we're well that's getting to towards like weimar republic kind of thing uh italy a uh, lot of latin american countries germany post-world war one uh yeah and uh, I, you know people might be thinking yeah you're crazy well uh, you know you've already seen the price of eggs go up about 400 percent. you still think i'm crazy they went up then they went down a little bit then they went back up well they're up right now you
1: can't get them for under four bucks a dozen here you know well, i just bought uh, two dozen pack for uh, i think it was 409 Yeah, you're getting Chinese eggs. Oh, well, those are the best. That's why they taste a lot like. Yeah, (laughs) the the lead is what makes them taste better. Oh, well, you know, but
0: you do. You need those essential Mm -hmm. minerals to keep your system going. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So I think we're going to hit 100% inflation at some point now. It may be, you know, short lived. It may only happen for a year or so. But, uh, you know, 40% inflation is going to be very routine for the next decade. Well, we've, well, and, because, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because uh, it's not just doing gloom prediction This is literally the only way to get out of the deficit that we have. You can't do this without inflation. Well, yeah, and because it's what, the money that we already trillion? borrowed, yeah, the, the quadrillion dollars that we borrowed is on a fixed interest payment. So the only way to get out of that debt. Is to make the money worthless to have hyperinflation so that what you're paying back is worth compared to gold, compared to other things, a lot less than what you borrowed. Uh, And this is a normal thing that, uh, you know, economists recommend is during periods of low interest rates, borrow money. And then do things to increase the inflation, because then you're going to be borrowing money with a negative interest rate, which effectively means you're getting paid to borrow money. So this is going to happen in the U.S. This we're well on our way towards it right now with a 20 percent inflation. And by the way, anybody who hasn't yet and I can't imagine anyone who's listening to us hasn't. But go to shadow stats, do a Google search for shadow stats, go to that website. They have the charts of inflation and unemployment rates based on the formulas which the government used back in the 80s and 90s. And so you can see what the actual rates are, because what's happened between now and the 90s is the government keeps changing what's included in the formula. Like eggs are no longer part of the calculation of the consumer price index because eggs have gone up too much and they don't want to make it look like inflation is too crazy. So they just remove those and only keep things that don't go up significantly in price. Like for example, uh, home computers, they keep getting cheaper, not more expensive. So those can be calculated, uh, can be used in calculation of inflation and show that there's very little inflation so but if you use the exact same formula that you used back in the um uh in the what i say 80s and 90s then it's the same formula no matter what and and looking at that formula what we have today is worse than jimmy carter's inflation that we had in the late 70s yeah they're changing the algorithms basically is what they've got going on and
1: the number is uh, since Joe Biden took office, the essentials, things you need to buy, you know, mainly groceries and stuff like that. But the essentials of life up 17 to 20 percent, which you will notice that fairly quickly. That's not a small jump. So if you were per year, if you were paying 100 bucks every week at the grocery store when Joe Biden took office, you're now mm-hmm. spending about 120 bucks a week. That's not true.
0: Um, it's actually almost 20% per year. Well, that would lead uh, to the same 20% per year. Well, Biden's been in the office longer than a year, so it's actually 60% inflation since Biden came in. So the the cost of the uh, livelihood of Americans is now 60% more expensive. I'd have to look at those stats. I saw the essentials yeah, over go to the Shadow last stats. three
1: years was... Uh about
0: 20%. Yeah, but that's per year, dude. That's not since Biden. They no, don't the, calculate. the stats I saw said overall over that three-year That's period. the official number. That's using the government's current numbers, which is 5 and 7, 8% inflation per So annum. by
1: applying the original algorithm, you're, you're
0: saying at 60%. 60 instead of 20. That's nice. Yeah. It's like that. Uh, that's what we had in the 70s. We, we had actually slightly less than we had, I think, 17% inflation in the late 70s. And And people were outraged. We didn't have gas. People were lining up to get five gallons of gas at a time. Gas for the first time rose to a dollar a gallon at the end of the nineteen seventies. Those days. And then it fell back down to uh I think the cheapest I remember in the eighties was sixty-three cents. Yeah, I remember filling up some big tanks for next to nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it was under ten bucks for twenty gallons. And then uh uh it stayed at roughly a dollar. All through the nineties, basically since uh the first Iraq war. Um, because it did go up during that war, but then immediately after it went down because we took over uh the oil production there and we well, we bombed the hell out of their facilities anyway. And um the gas prices stayed from about ninety-three till about ninety-nine. They were right around a dollar, plus or minus a little bit. Yeah. And now they're what four bucks gas. Yeah. It's right around four bucks again. Yeah. Which honestly is amazing because if you look at the inflation since the nineties, it's more than doubled, uh, even according to the official stats, not just shadow stats. Um, so there's well over a hundred percent inflation since the early nineties. So in the last 20 years, so really, it's still about the same price um it's probably if if it's four dollars where you are right now it's probably equivalent to about a buck 70 in the 90s which in some places like california and chicago probably was about a buck 70 in the 90s uh no
1: Beret says his first car loan in 1981 had a 19 percent interest it's like yeah and then they
0: went yep. down to like zero. Yeah, and I remember credit cards used to have like 25% interest back back in the early 80s. They're and, back to that. And now they're at uh 30%. So Well for I, if you have good credit,
1: I mean, the ones that I have the credit cards, I think they're still in the yeah. low
0: 20s. Yeah, well that's exactly. Really they're in, in the low 20s. Right. In the 90s and even the early 2000s uh And now the credit cards for the good cards uh and I don't mean introductory rates, I mean like normal rates were all under 10%. Yeah. Which is way I had a more bunch reasonable. of cards that were like eight, nine, nine, nine. Well, and now they the, should
1: do if they want business, but it's a, uh, it's a scam,
0: but a, it's, but see, they don't, they don't change the rates arbitrarily. The rates are actually tied to the inflation. Well, and they want money. Well, it's inflation plus their percentage. So their percentage is you know depending on the company it's going to be anywhere from four percent to nine percent they want your money well they're not going to give you money to borrow for free That'd that's why they want you to
1: carry a balance if you don't carry a balance i mean anybody i've heard this argument mm-hmm. from people multiple times where they have a problem with their credit card company and they're like i don't even carry a balance i'm a great customer mm-hmm. and i'm like no you're a horrible customer to them
0: No, you're actually a good customer because they make money on every transaction. Well, they do, but they also make a lot more money if you carry a balance. They do, but their risk increases. So it's actually, it's not a. um, It equals out at some point. It equals out. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you're either a super low risk, high profitability customer, or you're a high risk, high profitability customer. But you're both. I mean, you're either way, they're making money. They're not not making money. No, they're not like, oh, damn, we're going to lose money on this guy. Yeah. So the, the best customers are the ones that never pay their full amount, but carry a very small balance. So that way they get to charge you interest on the large balance every month that you almost pay off, but not quite. Yes. And so that's, they don't that's have a big the, risk. Absolutely. and they don't have a big risk because you're you're starting each month with like a thousand dollars that you owe, and then you get up to like five thousand during the month, but then you pay off four of that, and you're you know you're back up to a thousand at the beginning of the next month. That's the ideal scenario for them because you're still paying interest every single month, but your risk factor is very low. It's when you have like thirty grand or a hundred grand on credit cards that. Your interest is very high, or your—I uh, should say—your risk factor is very high because yes, they don't should ex- you decide to stop paying, they're not out a thousand bucks; they're out a hundred grand,
1: right? And they know at some point people realize I can never pay this off.
0: Yeah, and that's not true. You can pay off any amount; it's just a question of how many years. So, I mean, right. I guess if you get to be our age, you know, pushing a hundred here, then it's a. Uh, you, you may very well not pay off. And then there is something to be said for taking out more loans as you get older, Yeah, knowing that no one will have to pay those off.
1: You're like, I'm It's great. Nobody, the money's going to, I can play mm-hmm. with that money now and then I'm going to die and show them.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: But if you don't do something when you have the huge bills, if you don't do something to try to aggregate them or yeah. work, and a lot of people don't know this. I mean, I'm assuming the systems haven't changed greatly, but right after we got married, you know, you bought the uh, house, we started, mm-hmm. you, then there's a lot of furniture and stuff that has to go in because, you know, you mm-hmm. don't have half of it. So we had some decent bills mm-hmm. and it got out of control for a short period of time. And you call mm-hmm. up the credit card companies. You're like, hey, let's work something out. Let's work out a you know payment mm-hmm. plan. And if you don't do that, if you just keep trying and trying to keep paying yourself out at 25 percent, you may never do it. But here's the funny thing. Like you said, it's risk and reward with the credit card company. So they're willing to give you a lower interest rate. I mean, they may lock the card and say you can't use it anymore. Right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But they can lock in like a lower rate or something for you as long as you're making payments on time. Right. The other if we're looking at advice for paying off bills, the other piece of advice I would definitely say is uh pay off, focus on paying off one card at a time. So rather than making right equal payments to all your cards, make minimum payments to all your cards and then a much bigger payment to one of the cards so that you can actually fully pay that card off faster. And the reason for that, there's two of them. One is should a, uh, unforeseen bad event happened and all of a sudden you can't make payments. The more cards that you have that you don't make a payment on, the more dings it's going to be on your credit report. So if you have, let's say 10 cards and you don't make a payment to all 10 of them because you didn't have the money you're going to get in one month, 10 missed payment uh, dings on your credit report, uh, which will drop your credit rating. By several hundred points, if you get 10 dings all in one month, yeah, it's a bad sign. I mean, you're you probably just will not be able to get any more cards after that for years. However, if you have, uh, you know, two cards or maybe even three cards, ideally one card, but you have two or three cards that you miss that on, well, that's only two or three dings on your credit report. So always try to pay off. Cards one at a time, which will reduce over time the number of cards that you have with outstanding balances. And the easy way to do that is, you know, the one that gives you the lowest interest rate, you pay the slowest. The one that has the highest interest rate, you pay off first. Which but ideally, sense? of course, you just never have a balance. You always pay them off every month. Not everyone can always do that. And I know a lot of people during Christmas, especially, even if you try to do that, um, you know, you realize you're. You overspent and you don't have the money to pay it off, but try and get back on the bandwagon as quickly as possible into the new year, right? Because there's always going to be un, you know,
1: foreseen yeah. things come up. You know, if you need a root canal out of nowhere, yeah. then that's
0: three grand. That you're yeah, like, Ooh, exactly now what got it? Yeah, got to put it on something. A dentist's not going to be in the business of giving you credit. No, usually that would um, be very be like, no. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm got a uh, appointment with my heart doc today. Not nothing's wrong but just proactively well you don't think anything's wrong until you well get there. i yeah until i get there exactly <laughs> you don't think anything's <laughs> wrong until you show up and then next thing they're like oh my god you're screwed they're like gee do you, do you feel uh, okay yeah are you are you okay um yeah why <laughs> it's uh yeah so and i it's probably it's been a couple of years since i've done a hard cat scan so i probably need to get that scheduled and take a look at what's going on down there, but, um, yeah, uh, you know, unforeseen bills do pop up and that's what credit cards are best for. And incidentally, you know, and most people don't realize that the amounts of, uh, usage of your credit cards that you have at which your credit store starts to go down. Meaning if you use your card more than X amount of percent, it every, as you keep using more of that available credit your score will go down farther, faster that starts at 10%. So you can if your credit card has a available credit of $10,000 you can use up to $1,000 of that credit card without it affecting your credit rating. Once you use more than $1,000 of that $10,000 credit line your credit score starts to go down immediately. Is that just carrying a balance or just using it? Just using it. No balance carrying required. So if you're using pay off your card every month. Right. And if you use the entire $10,000 every month and you pay off the entire $10,000 every month, that will drop your credit score 50 to 60 points. And the government's going to want to know what kind of narcotics. Government doesn't care about this, but the credit company thinks you're a higher risk because you actually utilize your credit card. Well, you're using it. At some point you're going to have a deal where you're not going to pay it. Exactly. So, but if you have a, literal zero bounce or or you keep that under 10 percent is where it starts to change so and for a lot of people you know you may not have a ten thousand dollar credit line you may have a two thousand dollar credit line well guess what that means only use two hundred dollars of that credit card anything beyond two hundred dollar usage per month even if you fully pay it off lowers your your uh, credit rating well as a digiguru points out
1: we can now utilize the biden formula And just walk into the store and take things without paying, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. then keeps your credit rate at a perfect score. That's true.
0: That that is a very true thing. Exactly. Shoplifting will keep your credit score right where you want it. Well, they don't prosecute shoplifting in most states now. So it's, it's not really even a crime. Well, if it's not prosecuted, how is it a crime? Which it tells you why half of these, well, more than
1: half of these stores are closing. I think they should all close. Just do everything online.
0: Just have Amazon. No, I mean, I mean, it's uh, at some point, uh, it's going to be like, what was that movie? Um, The the one where the whole city has got a fence around it. Uh, Escape from New York. That's the one. Yeah. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Classic. Classic movie. So, I mean, you're going to sell your ponchos directly then out of your house? Uh, I'm going to do drone delivery. Ooh. Yeah. That's nice. Do you have the drones yet? drone delivery unfortunately yes what kind of uh
1: what kind of range do those drones have if i order something here in illinois oh, yeah. yeah they can just pop them over well uh yeah about 10 miles it's a little uh, further than that but <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to the heart doctor you want to get checked out before you head down to the border is that the yeah uh, that's actually exactly right i'm heading down on the weekend i hear that you're taking the podfather hostage
0: taking the podfather father hostage what yes.
1: i don't know why i mean to take him down to uh the to the border where'd you hear that from the podfather? oh what did you
0: say i didn't hear that so.
1: <laughs> he said you were stopping by and picking him
0: up you're yours oh. right oh really okay yeah no i'm happy to do that he's actually on the way if i go down there but uh it's only three hours away you know it's not that far to the border from here you could be there you could have a party Yeah, no, I'm meeting with
1: a bunch of people down there. A lot of Patriots coming down. The uh, Podfather was streaming some sats on our last show. I I thanked Mm. him for that to disprove that. uh, I don't think he listens, though. Your theory, right, that he never listens. I don't think he ever does. He said he had to eject when you started talking about threesomes. And I'm like, dude, I wish I had an eject button, too. (laughs) (laughs) I was wishing I did. What's wrong with threesomes? But I didn't have the. Nothing's wrong with threesomes. Okay. Until you add G to, to the.
0: Well, speaking the of. Roster, sex, no, we, that now that we've. Now that we are on the topic, Vivek Ramaswavi, even if you want to mispronounce his name, uh, just put his foot in his mouth. Politicians often do that. Um, first time for him, though, as being in the fresh, young, new politicians. The first time that if you look at his tweet on X, where every single comment is. Dude, you're so wrong on this. Every single comment. And what um, was this comment? And his tweet was a quote that he himself posted from an appearance on some show that he was on where he said, you know, the the solution to abortion uh shouldn't have to be banning abortion. The solution to abortion is that the man has to be responsible for the child and the woman. And everyone's like does a double take and looks around to see what everybody else is thinking. Cause that's absurd because what, what he's basically saying is what's in, in the Quran, which is women along with children are the property of men. And therefore uh, the man is responsible for the woman and the child. Is that what I mean? I'm trying to parse what he actually meant. Yeah. Well, you can you can look it up on. on, uh, I'm sure you can Google it. There's probably stories about it already. But yeah, basically, he said that if you just make the men responsible, then you wouldn't need abortions because he thinks extremely naively somehow that women get abortions because men leave them and women uh, can't raise a child on their own. That's I mean, not is, why women get abortions.
1: This is kind of similar to the people that say parents should be responsible for their children when they go out looting. And Well,
0: and uh, I agree with that. They absolutely are responsible. I think we have to sue the parents for that because that's just horrible parenting. Well, I would but, agree that yeah. the, if. If there was, I think most people without children would agree with us. Yeah, like, yes,
1: yeah. <laughs> ninety nine point nine percent of people without children feel yeah. like the parents should be responsible yeah. for the dumb <laughs> shit.
0: horrible parents! God damn, you are bad. But it's like uh, this... but yeah, that's kind of I think it is along the same lines because Vivek, with his happy marriage to his doctor wife, is thinking, well, my God, you know, if if only men didn't like leave these women, then the women wouldn't have to get abortions. That is such naive thinking, because a lot of men would actually prefer that these women not get abortions so they could have a kid. But the women don't want to be burdened with a child, don't want to have to go through the pain of childbirth. I'm looking at you, Gen Z and and some millennials here. And uh, therefore, they go and get an abortion. And a lot of times the guys never even know about it. So you can't flip from the guy not knowing about it to the guy should be responsible. And this is a point of contention that a lot of people are up. He he didn't just say responsible for the child financially. He said the woman and the child. Well, it's like that already happens. There's so many women that entrap guys. Yes. Well, that put holes into condoms that literally do things to ensure that the guy thinks that there's no chance of pregnancy. And yet the woman gets pregnant there's a lot of women that that screw other guys than the guy they're with and then tell the guy they're with oh i'm pregnant and it's your it's your kid well and there's that a lot that just a lot disappear
1: and never tell the guy they were pregnant in the first place so there's right you can't put that fully on i mean i'm all for it it takes two and you should both be responsible but what the world has turned into at this point is yeah. that with the women's rights, put that in some yep. air quotes, the men have nothing to say. So you can't, at both, you can't at both say the man has zero,
0: zero. say, but full responsibility. Right. Yeah. You can't
1: have it both ways.
0: Yeah. So can, can the guy, and then this is something that uh, Chappelle said in one of his uh, joke monologues is that, you know, he fully supports the woman's right to an abortion. And then he talks about it for about five minutes. And then the joke punchline is, and that's why a man should be fully able to have a financial abortion and not have to support the woman or the kid, because the woman is the one ultimately who gets to decide whether she has the kid or not. The man has nothing to do with this. They they don't have to be asked. The they don't the woman can even decide not to involve the man and have a hundred percent custody and the man can't do anything about it. yeah, because again, if you're not no, married, you have zero paternal rights as a father.
1: Yeah, there's no law that says you have to have the father identified yeah.
0: and told mm-hmm. once yep. the kid is born. Nothing. So there, there is no right there. So the man ought to be able to have a financial abortion. Say, well, you know, if you want the kid, then you could. Uh, it's, it's on. You know. Yeah, here's it's fully what. your choice and it's fully your responsibility. Vivek says, codify sexual responsibility
1: for men into the law. If a woman carries a child a term, mm-hmm. she can automatically make the man fully responsible both for herself and the yeah. child if
0: confirmed. What the hell kind of stupid, moronic idea is that? I mean, that shows the gullibility of a guy who's basically been laid once. <laughs> well, let, <laughs> let me rephrase. One woman. He was a virgin until he got married, and and to his doctor wife, they had sex twice because they have two kids, and that's it. That's that's his rationale here. It's like, dude. Well, we already have laws that the man is financially
1: responsible for the child. Yes, that is already yes. in existence. Now it's not
0: usually a hundred percent, but uh, that is in the laws. Yeah, I mean, what he says makes sense hundred years ago. When well, it's when the place of a woman was in the home, she didn't work. She was a, a caregiver to the child and the caregiver to the husband. Well, it would lead to the greatest
1: scam in the world, which is a woman telling a guy, yeah. no, I'm on birth control. No, it, I can't it get literally. Pregnant.
0: I literally tweeted that earlier today.
1: And yep. if she gets pregnant by the guy now, uh-huh. all of a sudden the uh-huh. rest of her life, as long as she keeps the child is the responsibility of the guy hey, well, for 18
0: years anyway. Yeah, right certainly i mean it's a hell of a long time That's for a, someone a free ride. that you had a one night stand with right uh-huh and you can say well but that'll get rid of the one night stands okay so you want to use law to affect morality if they do yes mm. oh come on gene this is why they're
1: raising fucking taxes on sugary drinks
0: yeah exactly so how's that different from democrats no it's not it's, it's not. exact no, same I agree shit with as the democrats and and furthermore i mean my counter argument to this and i you know, posted this on on X as well. It's like, okay, so basically, what you're going to promote if you do this is that young men engage in more masturbation because it's safer and it's not going to cost you 18 years of loss of income. Well, this is what's being pushed already. Homosexuality because rampant. it's safer and it's not going to cost you 18 years already of loss what's of income.
1: Happening. Don't forget trans because then you can't have a yep.
0: kid. Yeah, you can't have a kid. castration. Yeah. I, aka trans so you can't have a kid and then for the men that still want to have sex with women baby it's anal or nothing because i don't trust you for 18 years of payment so if you truly love me it's only gonna have we're only gonna have this anal sex
1: See,
0: so, you know again if adam curry was listening he's like uh i'm out of here Probably, I mean, maybe you know, it's that, anal or nothing. That was the line that's going to have to open you, the show. That that's fine. That's fine. Use it to open the show. And I, again, I'm going like, to use it as un, my ringtone. What do you mean just for the show? Anal <laughs> <this is, laughs> <Adal> or nothing? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> unintended consequences of do gooder politics. That's what this is. This is this is giving people way too much credit for morality, and by people, I mean women. There's no way in hell that you can do this without first getting people to change their behavior through churches, through religion, through morality outside of politics, not by codifying morality into law, but by getting people to act differently. And guess what happens when that is the case? When people act differently, you don't need a law that says the man's responsible for 18 years if a woman decides to carry a kid out. Uh, you know, through uh, birth, whether the man knows about it or not, because the way it's phrased by him, it is 100% the decision of the woman what happens to the kid. Yes, it's all on her. The man she may literally be a one night stand that she never talked about until he starts receiving invoices in the mail saying, By the way, you need to pay me half your salary because I'm now uh, with child. Well, it weaponizes sex only for women, yes, yes. Not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. Not a good idea. So it's the first genuinely bad idea that I've heard from Vivek. And I'm sure it won't be the last. Um, And I still think on average, he's way better in terms of libertarian thought than Trump is, Um, you know, certainly better than all the other candidates, but but better than Trump because. Trump doesn't talk about solutions to anything trump is all about rah-rah he's a great cheerleader he's like ah the greatest country in the world we gotta bring bring it back it's like yes and how right because let's look at your first term what exactly was achieved during trump's first term to make america the greatest country in the world the economy was pretty good not any well the economy uh was better than biden that's not hard to be that but it sure as hell wasn't as good as it was during Clinton years. It was better than he had
1: taken from Barack and Joe. So it was going in the right direction. He did bring back
0: a lot more of American energy independence. By 16, by 2016, the economy had fully recovered from the 2010 uh, financial disaster. So there the economy was not really any worse in the last year of obama than it was during the first two years of trump
1: but by the bringing business back into the united states he did bring more energy independence yeah yeah energy independence is a good thing i agree with that he did have the unemployment rates between blacks and hispanics as well as everybody else at an all-time high the employment rate i don't know if that yeah, it's the
0: opposite of unemployment yeah. right the employment mm-hmm. rate all-time high unemployment mm-hmm. rate all-time low not really has anything to do with the president they always like to take credit for it but that well, is they completely do, but the outside
1: policies of them. and things that were put into because of some of the they things really they worked. do it's They've not really a direct no
0: I, I i'm gonna challenge that because they really were not there were no policies enacted by trump that all of a sudden made companies decide to hire people The hiring that was happening was uh, a continuation of the recovery from 2010 to where the unemployment rate kept going down because more people were spending money and more people were buying things. That's what drives American economy.
1: Well, they also did do some things with the taxes to bring companies back because companies were leaving at a very quick rate. And rightfully so, because, I mean, you know, you sell on Amazon. If all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you could put your company in. uh, you know Ireland or Panama yeah. and not have to pay the same amount of taxes as you do here mm-hmm. then if you can make more money doing that you will which is why yeah. it's having the uh, the ability to understand that there is a limit to the amount you can tax people because if there's a better deal that they could go to then you have to compete with that. You can't just be like, nope, if you want to do business in Illinois, you have to give us 50% of everything you make and then I'll be like, well, I'll just go 14 feet over here to Indiana. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, but, I know it's but, the president only has a certain amount of actual uh,
0: effect, but I think yeah, I think the the president can certainly enact policies that turn things for the worse. But the recovery happens Slowly over time, merely by not introducing new bad things. Now, kind of like giving credit thing. for somebody for not being a murderer. You're right. I oh, wanna... well, things were great under this guy because he didn't murder anyone. Well, I want to make if... Vivek's plan even better
1: because mm-hmm. it seems the bottom line of what he wants to accomplish here mm-hmm. is give the woman who gets pregnant who might otherwise get an abortion.
0: Yeah a financial incentive for 18 years well it's paid for by the guy that she uh lied about but let's just forget about the
1: 18 year let's just say it's a financial incentive yeah why don't you just make it a much shorter financial incentive and say that the country will buy your baby for a hundred thousand dollars
0: Oh my God, did you realize how many <laughs> pregnant women there would be for a hundred thousand dollar payment? You know how many babies children? we'd have
1: to sell? Yeah,
0: we'd have a lot of babies to sell. That is true. Yeah, and that, that, like the rational replies to Vivek on, on X were about. Well, hold on, people have to wait a year to get an adoption. There's a huge demand for babies to adopt in this country that's not being met. Why are we not looking at that? What's wrong with someone having a kid? and then giving it up for adoption why do we have to look at it as either it's an abortion right or they're going to be parents for the next 18 years right and that is the
1: one thing that as a whole the federal government in the united states has not made clear to girls women that get pregnant is that there is another option Mm -hmm. and it's one thing, again, this is why I think you have to put some kind of monetary value on it. Cause a lot of people are dicks and aren't going to be like, well, if it's, it's going to take, you know, well, by the time they usually realize they're pregnant, you know, it's like six months out of their life after that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And be like, well, okay. and that's the
0: thing. Like, I don't see a problem with saying if you want to give up your kid for adoption, then your pregnancy cost is paid for by the government. Right. So that's free to you, but you're not going to make money out of it. You can't turn this into a business. No, I think you, you can't have to. say I'm going to get pregnant once every nine months and then, you know, splooge out a kid. No, I think you have to make it a business. That's and, otherwise they're like, and well, in if I'm return, not the government's going to pay me for that,
1: yeah, they'll handle the bills. But then what do I get at the end of it all? I'm, I'm at
0: zero sum and I lose being able to work. Well, and do first things. of all, you won't go to jail for having an abortion. Well, th- this is a part of that, right? OK, so that's one thing you'll get out of it. But it's like this isn't
1: even something that is suggested. You're right. And it's uh, we not can like-
0: recognize, you know, we could do it. Clout, give them clout, recognize women that went through an abortion and then gave their kids up for adoption to parents that are happily going to be taking care of. these. Can we at kids? least like- give
1: them a tax break for the next 18 years for being good citizens? No, no, you, you can't do that. <laughs> Sure you could
0: No, you no, could it's good. Do anything. This is Gene World. If well, this is what effectively the opposite of what China did, right? Since they gave uh penalties to people that had more than one kid. So for for several decades in order to control population, which now they're completely backtrack on. They actually right, now give we want tax breaks for two kids yeah. instead of one kid. Well, uh, because
1: they want an army
0: to come blow the United States to smithereens. Well, that army's already here it's a little too late they all came through the southern border damn it but it's it is these are issues that with a libertarian mindset the only clear answer to all these questions is none of the government's fucking business stay out of it it is not up to the government to incentivize morality yeah and it shouldn't be up to the government
1: to uh encourage abortion either though
0: no no the government shouldn't be in the business of providing abortions nor should they be in the business of encouraging morality right or or turning you know men into uh big paychecks for women that want to trick them into having kids and then you look at joe biden's
1: history our buddy bill Mm -hmm. o'reilly brought a bunch of quotes and clips from him at one point where uh He's had a complete 180 on the abortion issue.
0: He's had a 180 on a lot of issues. There's videos of him talking about the border and how it's critical to protect the border because unions back then didn't want the competition. It is amazing to see the kind of change that has happened with this
1: guy. And at this point, though, I think it's all that he is nothing. Haven't you heard the parties have swapped, right? The parties have (laughs) swapped. So have all of Joe Biden's ideals that he once Uh held. And because now I think he is so diminished, I think he does have some kind of dementia and he doesn't even know where he is. So he's
0: had it for years. Oh, yeah. For, well, before he was elected
1: and it it increases anybody yeah. that's dealt with somebody with dementia knows that it increases. It depends on uh, yeah, it's what it's
0: abuse. I mean, I think Adam started popularizing that saying it's totally true. This like having these geriatric 80 year old people, Trump included be involved in politics is elder abuse. This is not, they ought to be playing golf together for that matter because by, you know, Trump was a Democrat for 60 years of his life.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, until they turned on him. Yeah, literally. And then uh, decided that he's going to become a uh, a Republican. Uh, Cause he didn't care what party he runs for. He just wanted to, uh, to be in there. But it's terrifying to me. And I
1: think there should be some kind of cognitive i 'm sure they 'd actually do these behind the scenes, but I think there should be cognitive tests for presidents and presidential How candidates. About vice
0: presidents should there be cognitive tests because I'm pretty sure the current one would fail obviously she would probably <laughs> fail a lot of drug tests as well uh-huh, but I saw this
1: with my grandmother long before we knew yeah what dementia even was, and it was a decades long. Yeah. Ramp up that would start with things like my parents would go on vacation. So I would check in with her, you know, once I was old enough Mm -hmm. to be by myself. And she'd be like, Oh, where did your parents go? When are they coming back? And, Mm -hmm. you know, at first it would be the next day she would ask the same question. It would get to the Mm -hmm. point that, you know, 15 minutes later she would ask you the same question. Yep. Yep. And otherwise could function, you know, could make food, could get dressed, could understand Mm -hmm. all of that but the short-term memory yeah. was shot. And you're like, if, if this is the president of the United States who doesn't have a short-term yeah. memory,
0: yeah, yeah, that's very scary. It is. See, my, my grandma had the opposite problem, which is her brain was perfectly functional until she died at 96. But, you know, the organs were starting to go way before that. Yes. And I don't know which one's better. Uh, I, I think it's better for, you know, not waking up when they like when everything's still running. Yes. No, <laughs> that's the best. I fully agree, man. That mm.
1: is. Uh, I and mean, I'm sure he stole it from somebody else. But the folk singer Todd Snyder mm-hmm. uh, it, it, uh, quite often tells the joke with one of his songs. Uh, you know, I want to die like my grandfather. peacefully yeah. in his sleep. Yeah. Not
0: like everybody else screaming in the car yeah exactly (laughs) exactly and i mean the best version of that not counting on it obviously is is to have the last moment of your life be spent you know engaged in a little raunchy behavior oh right you want to go on top or bottom that would be that would be the ideal but if you can't have that happen at least in your sleep last thing you want to do is end up in the hospice or some shit like that yeah that's absolutely horrible my grandfather Mm -hmm. had
1: a nurse check him. i think the night before the day Mm -hmm. the morning of Mm -hmm. everything looked good he had a doctor appointment they walked down the stairs and it was funny because he had a long-running thing that he hated my parents cadillac that he had a Mm -hmm. old delta 88 well that we talked about i got that delta 88 Mm-hmm. They walk down. They're talking about where they're going to go for lunch after the doctor. My grandma gets in the back seat. My grandpa gets in the front seat. By the time my mom walked around the car to get into the front seat, mm-hmm. he was dead. Oh my gosh! Just like boom, nothing. Didn't say Just anything. Like in the
0: country music song.
1: You know, it's like, but that's it, it, that's the way to do it. That is the good way to do it. Yeah. There's no suffering. Mm-hmm. You're great. You're talking. You're having fun, and then all of a sudden, boom,
0: you're not there. Yep. Exactly. So did they go to lunch then? <laughs> no, that totally
1: screwed up the lunch. Let me
0: tell uh, you. I thought it was just going to be like a weekend with Bernie. Right. Just bring him around. Like, that's uh-huh. great. He's ready in the car. You can just go drop him off. Yeah. Yeah. He's already in the right position. So you can just bring him to the restaurant. But yes, oh, that Grandpa's is a way a better. Night.
1: You know, my grandmother then with the dementia wound up in a mm-hmm. nursing home for years to the point yeah. to where she yeah. really didn't know where she was or yep. what she was doing. That's horrible, man. And uh, very similar, my mom's cousin, who at least mm-hmm. had enough money to be able to stay in her own house. And, yep. you know, we hired people, but that was because hor- finding somebody that you can trust now oh, yeah, yeah. for 24 seven care
0: that doesn't oh, it's, cost it's like one hundred and fifty thousand a year.
1: Yeah, it's yep. unbelievably expensive. It's and then you still expensive. don't get super good care.
0: No, no, you, you really don't. Yeah. And I, you know, I went through a few years ago. My mom had a stroke, so she was perfectly fine up until the stroke had the stroke so that blockage to brain right blood blockage to brain and um after the stroke after she was in the hospital and everything and like she just um she was gone as far as i'm concerned she was still alive there was still a person that could walk around and eat and right but not the same person things but she my mother was no longer there uh the, the like 100% of the personality was gone 100% of the memories were gone it was just like a generic you know moving person that was just not my mother that was in that body which and is why uh, like you said, that yeah. lasted about a year and then um uh I, we we never really know for sure what exactly killed her they she died during covid but i don't think she had covid i think she just had another stroke But of course, it's recorded as a COVID death. Oh, of course. Yeah, because everything, every old person that died during COVID was always COVID. And then COVID caused stroke, so it
1: was. What? Forget she's had it before. Who cares?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's. um, But there's a balance in there because I get the you know, and my parents are now in their mid 80s, fully there Mm -hmm. mentally. Yep. And my dad more than my mom breaking down a little more physically, Mm -hmm. but. It is a blessing and a curse to have your mind because then once it starts going poorly, and this is the story I was told by my doctor, and I told you a little bit about his story where he fell and almost died and all Mm -hmm. this, and he was you know, obviously fully understanding the situation, so this was like the worst possible thing as a doctor, understanding exactly what's going on with your body and what the odds were, laying there like, huh, Mm -hmm. that kind of sucks. There's something to yes. be said for not being aware of what's going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and this is why I know a lot of people are up in arms about the Canadian uh, suicide centers. I don't have a problem with that whatsoever. Well, it depends on the bar. If the bar is, you know, I sneeze three times today. Yeah, but it's my right to do that. That's I my guess. point is, is it's, it, it is again, I'm against legislating morality. So if in somebody's morality, Suicide is forbidden by God. Well, not my God, not my morality. And as far as I'm concerned, it is fully within a person's right as a fully functional adult, not a kid's right, adult right, to say, you know what? Uh, I've had a horrible car accident. I won't be able to walk for the rest of my life. I'm a paraplegic. I'm done. I'm going to make a choice about myself that doesn't affect anybody else. And that choice is I'm done. I mean, I was going to say you
1: could just get into a car and drive it off a cliff, but then you went the whole paraplegic route. Well, so. that's
0: what presumably happened. And it didn't succeed. Right. <laughs>
1: right. The first so time it, didn't work out. Yeah. So need yeah some help. It's like
0: that. That is just absurd that you have to force people to go and drive a car off a cliff. You should be able to have. Uh, and that's why like, I was always a big supporter of uh, Corkin back in the 80s. Uh, was, you know, a doctor that had assisted people with uh, doing uh, their own suicide. Right. Oh, because yeah. Because I believe that truly the control of one's own life, you know, it's like the saying uh, that the, uh, the liberals love to use my body, my choice. Well, it's true for men and women. It is your body. You should be able to choose what kind of surgeries you get or don't get, what kind of medicine you take or you don't take. Right. No one should be able to force you to that. But exactly in that same line of reasoning is you should be able to take something like an opium overdose, for example, uh, a in the hospital, you know, under care opium overdose that will end your life yeah. it's your life. It's not anybody else's life.
1: No, I'm with you. I mean, if but if somebody walks in that's a healthy 25 year old and is yeah. just depressed, then I'm going to try to convince you that maybe you could get some other help. But when you have things like yeah terminal illnesses that are horrific and yeah. painful and every day is worse than the last then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fully understand that. And I'm not but, somebody that's going to be but like, I also well, don't no, have a problem
0: with the uh, 20 year old either. And I'll, I'll tell you why, because historically um, you know, if you, if you accept the idea that people didn't get invented by God, 6,000 years ago, but we've been here for millions of years. Uh, and involved from uh, slightly less intelligent species, the idea of somebody getting depressed and walking off and brooding re- usually resulted in their death, because an animal would eat them. Well, this is true. You so different what, things what going we've on. Done and and again, you know, I, I have a lot of unpopular opinions, uh, all stemming from the idea that an individual is one hundred percent owner of their own life. And that is not something shared by a lot of Christians. They, they consider that you don't own your life. God owns your life. I believe an individual owns their own life. And therefore, your right to live or die is something that you possess and nobody else. Unless you violate somebody else's life, like if you kill somebody, and then obviously you forfeited your own life in exchange for that. But um, since you own your own life it should be up to you to decide whether you want to continue living it or not some might say your unpopular
1: opinions are unrelenting Ooh, nice Ooh, nice segue there we are a value for value show you know oh did we get any money today we are once again sponsored by dale from the land down under oh my gosh hey dale he's the only guy that wants to keep us going i know right <laughs> well csb sends stuff too. He does. He sends his yeah. little boost grams. Yeah. But not like genuine money, money, genuine Dale. American cash. I mean, this was one. I'm sure it
0: starts off as Australian cash and then gets converted.
1: But. It did. That was when I it was when I looked at the uh, thing from PayPal, it originally mm-hmm. popped up. It was like one hundred and sixty eight dollars Australian, which turned mm-hmm. into one hundred and three forty eight American. Mm-hmm. It's like,
0: damn, that's not a good. Rate? And it was probably uh, uh, exactly a hundred American in the calculation, which is why he sent what he sent. Probably
1: it's always a little over. Yeah, I think it might mean something. I'll cover the PayPal fee. That's what it is. And that a little, yeah. Well, there's yeah. always some of the PayPal fees, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they always probably want more because it's. Well, Australia. we definitely
0: appreciate Dale, and as we've said in the past, any any time you make it out this way, or if my trip to Australia happens, obviously I'll let you know, and we can connect in person there. But either way, we, we will be happy to uh, go out and grab a dinner with you. Get a nice steak.
1: He has a note which says, Comrades, congratulations on 100 shows, gents. In true Seinfeld fashion, everybody skipped the party. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. point. Uh-huh. Episode 100, forget it. We'll come later. It's always yeah. too busy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He says, get on a plane and get some sun down under. A couple more subversive Americans isn't going to change anything. (laughs) I've got plenty of the three C's for the unrelenting lifestyle. Cocaine, caviar, and Cubans. Perfect. No reason we can't circle the drain as civilized people. And I was wondering if the, uh, I mean, the cocaine and caviar I get, but the Cubans, does he mean cigars or women? Yeah, Cuban cigars. Oh, okay. Because the women would be better, I think. Jesus Christ.
0: Here here you go. I'm talking about. Libertarian principles and owning your own body. You're talking about slavery. No, no, not
1: slavery. you want some no. Cuban
0: slaves. I know what you're saying. Didn't say slaves. I just you said, meant have slaves. some Cuban women around. They very uh, caliente. Uh-huh. As a some, result, some caliente Cuban women. Yes, we know what wink, wink, nudge, nudge that means. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. As a result of the current thing screwing up shipping, the
1: extra time taken expressed as a percentage of the corresponding reduction in capacity is about 27% for Europe and 17% for North America. He says ships passing through are now altering their ID tag to say things like Chinese-owned crew, Mm -hmm. cargo. Mm -hmm. He says, I've been wondering if the Great Reset is just political cover for the rest of the world, putting us in the corner, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Things seem to be moving that way. Stay unrelenting, mofos. And yes, I think that is... That is an interesting point as we move into the totally not new world order of the world without borders that no, we're not going to try punishing. We're trying to uh, devalue the United States. That would make yeah.
0: sense. Yeah. And I, I, like I said, this is the only way out of the quandary, the quagmire that we've got ourselves into financially because we can't what we can't do is just not pay our bills right we can't default we can't turn the us into a third world financial country where we have uh, defaulted on payments to bonds and we become derated and that means the country can no longer borrow money or it has to pay a much higher percentage rate to borrow money but what we can do semi legitimately is just devalue the hell out of the us dollar make it be worth less although it's still apparently worth more than the australian dollar and as a result of doing that We lower the amount of money, relatively speaking, uh, as compared to, you know, gold and other assets that we owe these countries. And it used to be China and Japan owned uh, the majority of American um, financial instruments. Uh, China is mostly out of that. Like they own very little at this point. I think two or three percent. Japan still owns a good chunk, but not as much as they used to of U.S. debt. Well, we know China's it, trying to buy a lot of farmland. Well, but that's not debt. No, no they, they used to buy bonds, American bonds, right? So official government instruments uh, of, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's just the new takeover. Financialists. Well, they, it's always been, this is what we've done as America. You know how many military bases the U.S. has? Lots. L- like, I think it's around 170. Because everybody bases on other countries' land, they love the United States. They want us to be there. Well, I'll tell you what they do love is the payments they're getting for leasing those. Yeah. True. I mean, some of them no longer like those payments, but and I think we're going to start seeing a. Uh, it's going to be described as a a planned reduction of American overseas base operations to save money. But what it's really going to be a cover for is other countries saying. Yeah, you know that 10-year lease that you had? Well, that expired 3 years ago and we're not going to continue that. So you have to pack up your shit and leave just like you did out of Afghanistan. Got to And go. we're going to start seeing that in a lot of places, I think. Just
1: looking here at the uh the national debt by president and it's like, "Oh my god." Mm-hmm. This is uh this is just not good. And if you look at it, you know, without it just saying 33 trillion, when you start looking at the numbers to down to the uh, penny it's like, oh yeah. my God, that's a lot of
0: numbers uh, yeah, what is it right now? I think it's something like a hundred and twenty thousand per person. It may not be quite that high, but it's getting I think it's over a hundred thousand. I saw some stats recently that's every per person e- per, per citizen person in America, yeah that is absolutely so if and i guess that's the other way to do it is instead of having it be a combined amount we could just simply shift that into personal debt and just uh, have the u.s government bill everybody a hundred thousand dollars and then uh use that to pay off the debt looking here the last president that uh
1: the debt contribution that they had was in the negative goes back to
0: uh Calvin Coolidge in the yeah, 1920s. Yeah, something about right. <laughs> mm-hmm. He gets a bad rep, but he was actually not a bad president. It's like, damn,
1: everybody just wants to keep spending money and not understanding. I mean, this goes right hand in hand with the personal financial advice we gave earlier. You can't continue uh-huh. to spend money.
0: Yeah. If and you that's don't what have the it. Fed is. You know, the, the Fed popped up uh, a little before Coolidge, but uh, the the whole point of the Fed is it's, well... We got to have a bank that's big enough that they can loan money to the whole country. It's a big bank. So it's a very big bank. Yeah. And speaking of money, we got
1: 11,000 Satoshis from CSB. Oh, there we go. About four and a half dollars, I think is where yeah. he likes to be. Sounds right. Howdy comrades, Gene and Darren. Everybody knows you say howdy comrades at the start of these. Attention. Yeah. All listeners. Well, no, that you would mean you want to talk to all of the comrades. CSB. Yeah
0: exactly csb
1: comrades if you're in the moon if you're in the moon if you're in the mood for some delightful cartoons make sure to follow csbnx mm-hmm. formerly known as twitter they know that mm-hmm. that's just three simple letters to remember csb and don't forget to check out his bloggo at mm-hmm. www.csb.lol for even more fun content trust me you won't regret it yo mm-hmm. csb
0: yeah i looked through csb's uh twitter feed couple of days ago he's in uh yeah he's x feed and um the, he posts definitely the best of his cartoon work on x so if you want to uh, see the the funniest uh, memes and the best artwork i would definitely sub to him on on x.com have fun at csb mm-hmm. and then and, we had and some. i even give him ideas occasionally for uh, more cartoons and sometimes he just mocks us and that's fine too.
1: The Podfather Adam Curry streaming some sats was a little 7500 sats or so, but I guess that 12 cents. He had to get out before you uh, kept talking about threesomes, about sex, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sir Noldis was streaming some sats. We appreciate everybody who helps support Dude, he, the show. he even
0: met one of the girls that I that I had in the threesome? So I don't know what he's complaining about. Maybe that's why the mental <laughs> image just had him <laughs>
1: running from the listening pleasure uh-huh, of unrelenting.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Just go to unrelenting.show. All the information is there. If you would like to help support us, we are value for value, which means if you got a laugh, if you got any value, if you got some good financial advice, we don't give it. But if you got no. some anyway. Or medical advice. We don't or give that either. Advice. You don't give that either. Then uh, you put a number on that. Go to unrelenting.show
0: and uh, help us keep helping you. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're really. Yeah, you know, we always say we're just like Seinfeld. We're a podcast about nothing and everything.
1: We are your concierge to the world. Yeah, we quetch so you don't have to. Exactly. We can help you out. If you have some questions, we've got answers. Yeah, except for any advice. Yeah, we don't have advice. We have answers. We have answers, but we do Just not it. have any no advice, advice
0: whatsoever. Exactly. I mean, we may need bail money for Gene well, and, and, Adam and uh, if yeah. You're the next, the I was going to say, the next show maybe coming from a, a headset and a laptop Ooh, uh, on the border. That would be even better because um, yeah, I may be
1: down there. That would be interesting. A boots on the ground. Mm -hmm. Of course, I mean, they would be like Armani boots or something like that. Oh, whatever. Whatever. You don't have a
0: nice like Crocs, baby. I have Crocs. (laughs)
1: Oh, that's pure Texas. I want to see you in. Okay. Stetson hat. Yeah, I got one of those. Adidas tracksuit. Got one of those. Crocs. That's what I want to see you down at the border.
0: I totally can rock that. That would be a perfect look. Yes, I can totally rock that. People will be walking up to you and being like, well, What's this? Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: We need to start selling unrelenting tracksuits that are totally uh, Adidas knockoffs, just with <laughs> the unrelenting logo or, you know, make a Adidas like logo. We're not
0: doing knockoff Adidas, dude. I,
1: that would be awesome, but wouldn't it? We're definitely not doing that. Can we just like get an Adidas and then like write no agenda or,
0: I'm sorry, unrelenting? I mean, unrelenting we with get an, a- an Adidas tracksuit and then do a, uh, Uh, thermal transfer that says unrelenting on it oh that's even better yeah that's not cheap can we just gonna be over 100 bucks for our cost what if i just a couple hundred bucks for people to buy what if i just
1: use a sharpie and
0: write unrelenting under the adidas that might might make it a much cheaper like it might cost us 100 bucks but it'll be 20 bucks to buy at goodwill that would be awesome well that's it we we just know that's we need to buy used adidas that's, yes. Uh, used goodwill adidas with a with a sharpie that says unrelenting yes okay everybody that wants one of those let us know in comments uh on on whatever x or whatever the new mastodon is that i'm not on oh you're not on the Fetty, man you want to you no, get i done Fetty. with the Fetty. the Fetty. i've had all the Fetty experience over the last six years that i need you can have an account at planetrage.social. I can have an account on a whole lot of systems that I don't need to have an account on.
1: Yeah, but at planetrage.social, you would help promote my other show, which would be even better.
0: <laughs> well, here, CSB, why don't you do a donation to our show next show promoting Planet Rage? Yeah, that, that'll work. Yeah, that <laughs> would be even better. And I noticed when uh, Dude named Ben Name Ben
1: Name Ben posted mm-hmm. your last show, yeah, and he shortened it. It was GOB. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It seems like you uh, may be infringing.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I mean, we have uh, GOB, uh, good old boys. That's us, you know. Uh huh. Just yeah. like grumpy old Ben's. I don't know what that is. Well, that, exactly. oh, that's my old show. Right. Yeah, I, I vaguely recall doing that show. Yeah. For was like a, 25 episodes. It was a yeah. wonderful show while it lasted.
1: And it had a better time slot, if I remember right. Well, it was a little bit later in the day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, do you like later in the day? I thought you liked earlier, so your voice No, I that. mean, they would had more listeners is my point. Do we ever have more listeners? The downloads on this show are still clicking
0: along. Rocking it. I yeah. don't know if uh, well, anyone's definitely listening. On, on GOB, I mean, good old boys, the downloads keep growing every month, which is a good sign. I had to log into Apple. I didn't have to, but I got the email from Apple. Oh, yeah. The
1: yearly email. Well, this one was a little different because... Oh. It was partially now, and I know some people are not going to like this, although I know the technology is there. Like on Planet Rage, my buddy Larry that I do the show with has never been good with us providing a transcript because we feel like that Mm -hmm. will just make it easier for people to find bad thing, you know, and Mm -hmm. try to cancel the show. Apple... As part of their new podcasting 2.0 there, whatever they call mm, it, yeah. is now going to be providing transcripts for everything. Really? Yes. So it's going to make it in a little bit more of an interesting landscape. Even what if sure you already have a transcript, you can give them your transcript. Yes. Hmm. So if you don't
0: have one, though, yeah. they are going to be doing it themselves, you know, as well, a well, and I think you hit the nail on the head. Though I think the main reason for them doing it is so that they know what shows to cancel. Yes, it's a lot easier to find the keywords, mm-hmm. yeah, and things you're looking for. I- exactly. So as soon as they start finding the words insurrection, right. unelected <laughs> vaccine fake election, Nazis, well, they don't care about Nazis because that's us. Oh, um, right, we're the fascists now. Yeah, we're the fascists. Remember, it's everything's done at one eighty yeah and uh you know once they find all these key terms in the podcast and they'll send out letters that say uh unfortunately uh, it appears that your podcast would no longer be carried on uh, apple products you have been banned for life and you can never have another podcast carried by apple because you've been found to be a nazi quadroon
1: and then I wonder what happens if you provide a transcript that is not the show that you're, oh, that running. would be funny now.
0: That would be funny. Yeah. Do a totally different transcript for yes. another
1: show. Yeah. Be like that's different. And then just have it totally uh-huh. be whitewashed. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I noticed well, that I'm everything- sure someone's going to try that. That sounds like something that a lot of people would be, uh, from, uh, certain websites would be very much into doing. I mean, one thing that I like figured 4chan. out, Is that the
1: amount of people listening on Apple and on Android? Yeah, is minimal for us. Yeah, oh really?
0: What? what, How are people listening?
1: Normally, they are listening. Obviously, on these new podcasting 2.0 things. Because according, if you add the Apple and the Mm. Android stuff together, it is maybe ten percent of the total of what we get downloads.
0: Interesting. Let me bring up the real time stats for. Uh, just good old boys. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, let's see by device. So number one podcast addict with 17%. Uh, and then let me just make sure this is for all episodes, not just the last episode. Yep. So true podcast addict is number one. Apple podcast is number two fountain is number three overcast is number four and antenna Is number five. The device types are Apple iPhone, uh, overwhelmingly. That's your number one listening device. Yep. How many was the percent on that? Uh, 38 percent on the Apple iPhone. Android phone, 28 percent. Uh, unknown device, which is still probably an Android device or a, uh, some kind of hacked together thing, 17 percent. Um, windows computer seven and apple computer two percent <laughs> so people love the apple phones they're not big yeah. fans of oh yeah yeah yeah. so the, the, it's uh 68 of the downloads are from mobile devices and only 12 percent are from computers oh smart tvs and smart speakers could be the unknown devices that go in there oh so it could be your amazon device could be the Amazon, somebody saying play podcasts on Amazon. Could be somebody that, t- that has a Samsung TV that can play a podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because so that's their place. Way. That's more people use those than either Windows or Apple computers. It's interesting that the Apple computer is that low. Although I would 2%, guess yeah. that a
1: majority of people that have iPhones and iPads now believe they don't need. A mm. desktop or laptop. I think I saw something. Well, it's that not.
0: I, I'll tell you. I never use my my Mac computers, and I have two of them for listening to podcast. I will always do that through the phone. There's even if I have even if, if I'm you're sitting at on the, the computer, computer, I'm sitting and typing on the damn computer. I'm gonna hit play on the phone because it's just easier. Using headphones, or you use the little stupid speaker. Not, on the phone? Sometimes, I mean, for podcasts, you don't need headphones because it's just spoken word, so it's not like you know you need to get the final frequencies coming through headphones Well, that's probably why you can't hear larry blydner the little phone speakers like they don't they, they don't carry sounds that yes. are that low it doesn't yeah. go down that low doesn't go down that plug low. it into that's a subwoofer true. you will get the full punch that's a good point you know i have a subwoofer on my gaming pc that's in there it's like a, i've got a really nice audio system for games and, uh, cause I, you know, when I'm flying spaceships, man, I want to yeah. hear all the rumbles you of gotta space. Have the, I'm surprised you don't have a subwoofer attached to your chair. So it just, I had one thing. of those. Yeah. I had one of those. It got annoying, dude. It, I no felt kidding. like my ass was vibrating <laughs> all the time. I just, I think it's more for women that make the, those products, not for dudes. Oh no. See, that's because another just, great show opener. <laughs> what? What's I felt my show? ass was vibrating all the time. Okay, you just created a show opener right there. Yeah, I did. I'm gonna use that on just a good old boys. <laughs> we are
1: just gonna bring. It. Yeah, ISOs <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> ISOs everywhere.
0: If yeah. you like these ISOs, donate to the show. You can buy these ISOs for a buck a piece. Yeah, that would. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Exit strategy. Well, honestly, I don't see a problem. If somebody wants to donate like a buck or more, we'll play a fucking ISO. Why not? Yeah, that is. You, uh, we won't say who it's from or any messages. But if you want a particular ISO played, that is from our show. So don't be asking for ISOs that aren't other shows like no agenda. But if you want an ISO played, that's from our show, we will we, we'll do it for as cheap as a buck. But General of course you can donate Neil more.
1: Is the best.
0: Yeah. We won't play that because that's not from our show. That <laughs> person was never on our show. Therefore, that's not an our show ISO. We never did open up a, uh, we didn't ask. He just did uh, Grimerica. So if
1: John C. Dvorak will do Grimerica, you should do unrelenting. No, he won't do unrelenting. No, he doesn't like you. Well, of course he doesn't like me. No. What does he think about you, though?
0: Oh, I bought him dinner. Well, Okay. Then he might by like default, you. he likes me more than you. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. I would not doubt yeah. that. Although it's it's been a few years since John and I had dinner. It's been a damn long time. You may need to re-up the dinner thing then. I may need to. Yeah. And, like, and I, I think, honestly, he would prefer not to have gone to dinner and just got the money for the dinner. <laughs> you just... <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being totally
1: honest, I, I see now that would be the ultimate in honesty. You're like, "Hey John, but, can I take you to dinner? Uh,
0: would yes. you just send me a couple hundred bucks? Yeah, that would be. Yeah, just send me a couple hundred bucks. We'll just call it dinner. <laughs> Way better. Exactly. And I will say I did get to see his old Lexus before it disappeared, though. Oh, Mm-hmm. old cars are the best. Not really. The ones but, without the uh, chips
1: and the the ones that after the EMP will still be driving around. Oh yeah, you, yeah.
0: There's there, there's run some of, out those. of gas. The, the irony, of course, is that um, so will all the high tech cars that are stored in the Faraday cage. Right. But how many people have a Faraday cage? The government. Well, they do, of course. Mm-hmm. I so mean, gonna, Once they drop an EMP over Texas, you think they're they'll still do that? be
1: able to invade our country? They're dropping it over. They're going to take over these Texans who are being yep. mean to them at the border. <laughs> That's right. Yes. don't you with- know
0: texas the whole point of you being here is to let in all the people coming across the border it makes no sense it is insane and then you got all the libtards on um on x they're like "Ha ha! doesn't texas know that the the president can just uh, elect to call in the the national guard and and federalize them texas is gonna lose all their their national guard it's like uh no because the only thing that happens is president gets to ask the governor. Right. And the governor can say no. And guess when this happened recently? Did we learn nothing from January 6th? Exactly. Because Trump asked the governor of Washington, D.C., which was Nancy Pelosi, by definition, because D.C. doesn't fall into any state. The top leader of Washington, D.C. is the Speaker of the House.
1: Yeah. That's and the how mayor it works. Could have done it at the time. I think that's still on the books. No, the mayor couldn't do that.
0: So Nancy Pelosi, as the top uh, official, elected official of Washington D.C., said no, and therefore the National Guard was not called
1: in. And now she's lying and saying she was never asked, which is ridiculous because there is a paper trail. Yes, exactly. Oh, what was that? Uh,
0: delivery? Well, food? <laughs> <laughs> no, not food. <laughs> Women uh i think this was a probably a drug delivery is my guess oh okay yeah
1: your local cvs or walgreens or just a guy named guido in a tracksuit much like I, yours. I
0: have a i have a guy Got that a does guy. deliveries delivery um, guy. no actually it was amazon because uh that that was an amazon delivery noise and the only thing oh, that okay. i had coming from amazon was my next drug re-up order yeah i just got some of the
1: uh G- what's it gustives you know the mucinex uh, stuff yeah and I just went to a generic that was the cheapest uh-huh. because why would you ever
0: spend more? As well, long as this it's is an why I shifted company, all right? my uh, prescriptions to Amazon pharmacy is because, and I think I've talked about it before too. Yeah. It, it, it shows you how fucked up our medical system is because Amazon pharmacy, when you put in your, you still need a prescription, right? You can't just order anything you want, but when you put in the script and you go and you add the drugs to your shopping cart, it shows you two prices. It right. shows you the here is your copay for your insurance to buy this drug. And here's how much we can sell it to you directly without using insurance. Right. As if you had no insurance. And if you have no insurance. And here's the shocker. It's often for about cheaper. Half my drugs, it is cheaper to buy it outright from Amazon without using insurance than the copay for that same drug through my insurance. It's a beautiful system we have going here. It's amazing because the way the copays work is they're based on the retail price of the drug, not on the purchase price of the drug. So when you go to your Walgreens to pick up your drug and there's a $50 copay, that drug may actually be available for $45, but its retail price is $500, which is how they come up with your copay. A $50. Yes. And, and you may very well be paying more than what the drug actually sells for without realizing it because contractually, the contract that the insurance companies have with Walgreens and CVS and everybody else prevents them. It doesn't allow them to mention this to their customers.
1: Well, and there's another scam built right in, which is there are insurance plans like mm-hmm. the one that I've got that you yep. have a deductible and your drugs at the beginning of the year go into the deductible. But once your deductible is hit, which could be in March, April, May, well, then you have a period where those drugs are 100% covered. Exactly. So it's not always cheaper to go, well, I can save five bucks and not do it on the insurance because if you need them, if it's a regular purchase, it's quite possible. Then you're costing yourself money on the back end.
0: Only if your deductible is super low. Most deductibles are a couple thousand bucks
1: a year. The ASC mine's way lower than that, which is great having a wife who works for the government.
0: Well, it I mean, you can say that, but it just means that more of your wife's pay is paying for insurance than it would be if you had a higher deductible. Yeah, but I utilize that insurance, man. Yes, but well, I mean, look, they're not losing money, OK? <laughs> no, well, of course. It's, 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 there's, it's socialism. You, Somebody else yeah. is paying for my crown when I go to the dentist
1: now because I got to wait until January and I've got an appointment next week them to start the
0: uh, process of the new crown it's it's not that someone else is paying for it you're still paying for it it's just you can't opt out you can opt in you can opt out no you can't opt out well you can opt out of the dental you don't have to take the. well then you're paying for that yeah somebody else Woo, go insurance no it's there's no magic here it's if you don't oh, see, have, there's
1: another iso for the start of the show
0: there's there is there's no magic here because if you if you have a government job with good quote unquote insurance, then in the private sector, that job would be paying a higher salary with bad insurance so you're you're just taking a lower paying job for the government in exchange for higher insurance uh for higher quality insurance but you're still paying for it compared to the private sector you're not factoring in corruption well okay even with corruption uh, corruption is not a zero-sum gain here so even with corruption involved you're still paying for it because you pay taxes you know this whole suicide thing is sounding way better i'm telling you canada's (laughs) on the right track man the uh and and I think that the deductible on suicide, it, it's not waived, <laughs> but it's still relatively low. I think you're only on the hook for 5% of the, the suicide cost. Yeah, that was
1: uh, one of the conversations uh, later in her life of my mom's cousin, who was like a grandmother to mm-hmm. me when uh, she wanted to be in at the cemetery rather than buried in one of the what's like a mausoleum kind of thing so it's like Mm -hmm. but it's not enclosed i don't know if they call it a mausoleum whatever it is yeah
0: yeah
1: and she was like well they wanted 500 whatever it was some relatively small amount in the grand scheme of things to be off the ground level and she's like i'm not paying for that no fuck that i'm like but you're you're gonna be dead so i mean you're not you're worried about the money that's going out after that should not be a concern yes it should i guess you have to be fiscally responsible even in the afterlife
0: ridiculous that's why i think the best the best example of a smart purchase like that is in the big lebowski you take a folgers can that's all you need you know i have uh nobody so i
1: don't you know as far as when it comes to wills i've just put my podcast hosts in in the will so they will get
0: everything when i'm dead well you shouldn't have said that I mean, it's nothing but death. I may want the snowblower.
1: <laughs> right. Okay, I forgot. There, okay. And that, here's another question for you. Thank you for bringing that up. The local mom and pop shop that fixed the snowblower. And it was mm-hmm. like 125 bucks. So not horrible for it's somebody to go yep. over it from, you know, again, do an overall everything mm-hmm. check and replace the big metal bar that was broke. And then the string, whatever that, you know, engaged the uh, mm-hmm. wheels that was broke. So I thought that was fairly reasonable. It's like 15 bucks, I believe, for them to bring it here, which it will be here this afternoon. Okay. I asked the wife, you know, do we tip the guy? Do you tip the guy bringing the snowblower back? She uh, said no. I said yes. I, I'm like, it's, a, you know, and she's like, well, it's a mom and pop shop and they're mm-hmm. the ones charging you for the delivery. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm like, well, you, you get that too when you order a pizza and you still give the guy bringing it. A little something something i'm not saying it's got to be 50 bucks you know maybe it's only five bucks maybe it's you know 10 bucks whatever it is but do you tip i mean i've never had a snowblower delivered so it's like i guess maybe most people would be like opt for no because you've never had yeah and they're charging for the service but tipping
0: is a very american thing if you talk to most people from other countries they are shocked at how much shit people tip for here And like are you're expected to tip because in most countries you don't tip anywhere. You don't tip at restaurants. You don't tip in hotels. You don't tip in for pizza. You don't tip anywhere with the exception of if you're at a restaurant and you have an exceptionally good experience, then you might want to leave a little something extra. But the expectation is no tips. Right. And that is true in most countries there are certainly places in in Europe and you know i'm sure there's some places in asia where there might be exceptions and it's more american style but but i've heard from a shit ton of people that are tourists in america that are somewhat you know uh well they're surprised but they're also a, a little bit shocked at how many places they're expected to tip on top of the bill yes quite a few and like including coffee shops where literally all they do is push a button and then give you a cup well you were the guy i
1: think that sent me the video of the dude that walked into the self-service shop would you like to tip yes yeah Uh Uh self-service shop at the airport not one person working not one human working yep and would you like to tip Yeah. yeah who I can't believe those things are actually like, well, oh, yeah. how do you not have that robbery stealing you blind? How does that not uh-huh. work when there's no employees? Although, well, and
0: I'm sure most people just want to get out of there quickly. So they just click. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Right. Here's my take gift. Well, okay. That included a
0: $2 tip for pouring your own
1: yeah, went, coffee and checking yourself out. Yes. You picked up a paper cup. You put it under a thing. You pressed a button. Uh-huh. You made your own coffee. You put some sugar. You put some uh, creamer in it. You stirred it up and yeah. then you're given a tip to who? Yeah. The owner, yeah, yeah. Well, which was also interesting when you say the owner, because I got my hair cut at the same place for years, mm. and it was two guys. One of them was the owner, and there were a lot of people. I think at some point mm-hmm. thought, well, you don't tip the owner because he's the he's the owner. He's getting the money. He's getting right. the majority of everything. Yeah, but he was like one of the two barbers. It was like, so how do you not tip? How do you tip the other guy? Like that guy's screwing you, huh? He Why was, would you tip a barber? I it, because people do. Yeah, this country is just crazy
0: about tipping. People tip the barber. People tip their hairstylist. People well, tip their Starbucks I've guy. I've been tipping myself for the last 20 years. Is that what you call it? Uh-huh. That's how you make sure you don't have kids. I've been my own barber for shit, more than that. God damn. I've been my own barber for about 35 years. Yeah. And your own yeah. Cuban. Uh no. No. But the uh
1: before, so are we in the, uh, two, you, you say, no, do not tip the snowblower drop off
0: guy. Um, I mean, you can, I don't think he's expecting it. Okay. And, uh, when it comes to the
1: generic drugs, cause there was a quite large drop in price from the Amazon brand and the Mucinex name brand yeah. for this particular eliminating wonder yeah, yeah, drug. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, as long as it's an American
0: company that is producing this, there no, are it's not an American company. They're all coming from India.
1: Well, it's an American company that says they're producing it here now, but what is the standard as far as any, and there may be none of the FDA or whoever's in control of this, making sure that mm-hmm. what you buy is actually what you think you're getting rather than mm, mislabeled, not labeled correctly. What kind of checks and balances are there? So if you go to Amazon and you're like, Hey, mm-hmm. I just want to pick up a decongestant and the brand that has the best price is
0: one you've never heard of. Mm. How do you know it's safe? Um, How do you know it's safe? Well, you don't really. Um, but, You know, if it's a prescription drug, obviously the FDA is involved in in testing it thoroughly. But what about non-prescription drugs? You know, like, so if you're ordering just acetaminophen, how do you know? Yeah, they're not, they don't, they don't test those. Interesting. So you're just on your own. Well, yeah, I mean, they'll be involved if there's like poison in there. They can certainly shut down anything. You remember the old Tylenol thing. Yes. But Well, yeah, um, before
1: that, kids, the drugs at the local store were not in any
0: sealed packaging. Yeah, you can just open them up, which is kind of like people are doing right now with ice cream—opening up packages of ice cream, licking it, and then I know. putting it back on the shelf. I saw that. It's like,
1: how can you ever buy ice cream ever again? Make your yeah. own. Yeah, exactly. Make I mean, your own. Is right. <laughs> well, I, I, this is why this was uh, one of the things that people were quite split upon, which was what is the crime and what should the penalty be for somebody doing exactly that—opening up a pint of ice cream at the grocery store, licking it Mm -hmm. and putting it back. Yep. You know, is that just a misdemeanor slap on the wrist or is that, you know, a tampering bigger Mm -hmm. and I'm torn because you could really do some bad stuff. It's like, I don't know. I mean, it's more than just a practical joke.
0: Yeah. It's, um, it's hard to say because, uh, uh, Ultimately, life is full of risks, right? Yes, so even doing a podcast. You have, well, I guess maybe the you know, risk of getting canceled. Uh, but, but I think that in a lot of ways in America, kids have been coddled and raised to think that, that risks are an exception rather than the rule. Right. And that's everything very should be a hundred percent thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's a very bad thing there. There should be an acceptance that risks exist in life. And sometimes good people have bad things happen to them and just the way it is. But if you see somebody
1: licking your ice cream, you're probably going to punch them in the face. Well, I wouldn't buy that ice cream. Well, you're right. Exactly. But what if you had already bought it? What if it was you already bought it and boom? Yeah. Somebody well, picked up your ice cream
0: and violated it. I mean, honestly, it's probably not a big deal. No, I would agree. Because back in the day. You had an immune system. We, we had immune systems. We drank water from garden hoses with no filtration uh, while pouring uh, old gasoline and, and oil and diesel down the drain. Are and you nope.
1: familiar with the uh, television show
0: Impractical Jokers?
1: Uh-uh. Nope. Four guys. They're all from New York. And yeah. they basically make each other do shit nobody else would want to do. And if they sounds don't do like, it, um, the
0: other show, uh, then they get punished.
1: It's it's very, uh, it can yeah, be a lot it? of
0: fun. Jackass sounds like jackass.
1: It, it's a little bit better than that, mm-hmm. but, you know, they wear earpieces and it's a lot of mm-hmm. hidden camera stuff. One of them, the guy was doing a wine tasting mm-hmm. with a couple and they're like okay so you do this then they're like okay then have them you know this the woman spit the wine back in the glass have this guy spit the wine back in the glass mm-hmm. and then they're like now drink it yeah yeah and he did didn't I? yeah but i tell you everybody watching
0: went oh oh yeah back backwash backwash yeah like oh people had that in their mouth and it, cause it's it kinda, wine i mean what are you doing when you kiss somebody well the same thing okay and you're how do you know how clean their mouth is? You don't. Uh-huh. And how many women or men have you kissed in your entire life? Well, we know in your case one, but right. in most people's, like, thousands. You get a lot of germs. And you're still alive. Now, if, you're, if it's literally millions, like, uh, uh, what's his name? The basketball player. Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. Or the other one, that got AIDS. Magic um, Johnson. Magic Johnson. Now, in those cases, we're talking about like a hundred thousand, not a thousand. And if people say a thousand people, I'm not saying had sex with a thousand people, but Jesus Christ, you know, you don't have to have sex with a thousand people to, you know, be in a, in a bar and do a little smooching or something. Now the intriguing and never thing see that
1: person again. About your answer to this yeah. is, I know what you do if something drops on the floor, it never goes in your mouth. No, I, I
0: I would never pick it up off the floor because you think the floor is dirtier than the mouth of the guy next to you. Um, yes. And I, the reason for that, that I know that is because, well, it depends. Okay. Let me, let me put that in two parts. So I had a housekeeper for many years. Well, of course you did to go along with all of your other guys and gals. that you. you have. fuck you. And, uh, as long as I had this housekeeper and she was awesome in keeping my place super clean, um, before I had a housekeeper, um, my wife kept it pretty clean, but I wouldn't really trust the floor to eat off it when my wife was in charge of that. Before that, before being married, when I was living alone, I knew how dirty the floor was because I walk around in shoes that I walked outside in on my floor in the kitchen. So why the hell would I eat something off my dirty shoes that I walked around outside in? You probably wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. And so even if I know the floor is pretty clean, I'm also not so hungry and I'm lacking at anything else in the fridge to eat something that falls on the floor. And if I'm not home, I'm sure as hell not eating anything off the floor. But having said all of that, if I was in the show that had a contest where you win hundred thousand dollars to eat something off the floor, I'd eat it in the heartbeat. You're like, no problem, not a problem, because your odds of actually getting sick at all are very slim. Did you ever want to know if summons. the
1: housekeeper was part of any of the three way sex romps? No, never. You gotta you gotta separate business.
0: But she, pleasure. yeah, you can't you can't uh, eat where you where you shit, right? And I tell you, the uh, only no, time- but she she. You know, she was very good about cleaning around the bunch of girls in uh, that were spending the night at the house. The like, uh, she was very discreet. She was. I. I, I had a great housekeeper. I, she was with me for a decade. The time that we had when we were moving
1: everything in order to uh, get the basement carpet redone here just a few months ago. Yeah, we uh, had ants that got into the kitchen.
0: Oh, don't you hate aunts and uncles?
1: They are right. They are horrible. Well, we we emptied everything off the floor, and I brought out the whoever makes it the Bissell. It's a little thing that is a steam
0: cleaner. Oh, steam cleaner, yeah.
1: And steam cleaned the whole damn kitchen and foyer. Okay. Okay. So the only time I ever ate anything off the floor was the uh, right after. Yeah, like a day or two after that, something fell on the floor. I'm like, well, I know it's clean. What? kind
0: of floor do you have in the kitchen you don't hardwood. have carpet there no what? it's hardwood hardwood okay well why would you steam clean hardwood that's not good for it it was a you know it's not like a full
1: get water into it but you can do that with these uh it's a bruise. you're, you're with better the off using
0: a poisonous chemical to clean the floor it, right because that's always better it is yeah because it's gonna complete like um, it's engineered
1: hardwood so vinegar. it was you know well yeah well we did a little vinegar but the vinegar they like no no don't do that but you know again the vinegar works i don't again the whatever these coatings are these engineered floors you know it's uh uh-huh it's a hardwood but there is a a sealant and a coating or a covering Uh over it so
0: is it engineered or hardwood those are two completely different things it's an engineered hardwood okay it's not an engineered hardwood it's no such thing so it's yeah it is that's what they call them nope Nope, that's a I used to sell term. this
1: stuff, dude. I know, but it's that's no what they call thing,
0: them. Dude. It's not an engineered hardwood. A hardwood has a definition. An engineered uh, flooring is not hardwood. It yes, is. Yes, you sold them, and you were tricking people with lies. Yes. That's what
1: I do now now too.
0: So it's really no different.
1: <laughs> it's a small, I mean, it's the whole thing. Again, when you look at the planks, there's mm-hmm. only a certain small. That's how they save all their money. Yeah. I know why I you put can't one of those in, in my down. old house
0: I, I did it myself and then people like
1: sand them twice and they're like wait what happened to the floor yeah, there's nothing
0: there <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly
1: no. the whole concept that you could even sand them once I am dubious on
0: yeah you can't no
1: exactly. they say you can because they're like well you could even do this once if you really well if no. but if you
0: do you're going to take out the uh the the coating
1: yeah and then you have to reapply which is really not good because the whole point of having this Exactly. Product is to have the coating.
0: If you want to sand your floor and have it nice every couple of years, just get hardwood. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and it lasts forever. I like literally. hardwood. I I I prefer. Hardwood. I've got stone floors or uh, whatever. I have engineered stones on my floors. Ooh, yeah, it's it's aka tile. Yeah, it's ceramic or it's, a. Uh, um, it's. I don't even think it's ceramic. I think it's literally like uh, concrete tile or some shit. Well, concrete's um, nice for the floor, too. It's, uh, oh, well, you got to do that in the south to keep it cooler, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it also, I mean, the floors really are warmer. Nice. So,
1: well, I've seen some really nice now what they do with the concrete where they, yeah. you know, mix the colors and patterns. I mean, there are some mm-hmm. of these that look like tile that are not anything
0: but concrete with patterns mm-hmm. drawn on them. Mm hmm. Mm hmm but they'll last forever and yeah they do yeah they totally last forever and and it's it helps to have the same floor throughout the entire uh first floor of the house including the kitchen so there's no transitioning the only thing that has carpet is a bedroom because you need some carpet i honestly would have preferred not to see i need
1: the carpet like in here because otherwise we would really have a lot of reverb the carpet um, is nice and warm and plus i know a guy you know yeah, so that you know a guy that sells carpet
0: yeah yeah, yeah. like you not anymore but there was the a guy that i used to that i worked yeah. for yeah 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 uh but it, it's a <laughs> dude they, they, you, you've got your little isos mine is engineered hardwood that's the nuts and ISO right there engineered hardwood mm-hmm. Then you're transitioning
1: too. You need some engineered hardwood.
0: <sighs> yeah, exactly. That's a bad. That is a bad joke, man. That'll get you canceled on Apple right there. Nobody said the jokes on this show were good. No, that's true. Well, we don't really do jokes per se. We just say things that are jokey. Digi Guru says Darren O's lies are
1: unrelenting.
0: Well, maybe they are unrelenting, and
1: he's quite correct about that. You can't prove anything about it. Uh. <laughs> now uh wait you know, it's hardwood and uh now csb just came in with another thirty-three, thirty-three, and says uh-huh. "Oy, fluffers of dave and adam they are Jesus coming Christ. in 33 minutes announce them
0: they are yeah, coming we're not in 33 doing that because that's a derogatory term csb so we're not going to do that and what do you mean they're coming in 33 minutes he knows exactly what he's saying now we're not going to play that that whole sexual double entendre language bullshit be respectful to your podcast host csb yes csb what are you doing
1: but yes. they're at twelve thirty today they're not at 12 that's uh
0: they're just... always late that's why i keep telling you there's always. at least like an hour between our shows and you keep oh no they're on right away i mean i just don't want to be keeping that stream just because adam grabs the stream and then goes gets a coffee doesn't mean they're on right away they they're don't there. end their show till 3 p.m you know that right they're a good show they have a lot to cover do they though they Podcasting speak really slowly
1: the uh if you are in the podcasting making or podcasting app making ecosystem, it's very interesting content.
0: I, I do think that I, I do like the light hired nature of it because uh, I was listening last week and, and Adam was going through like a checklist of things that Dave said he was going to do and Dave did zero out of like 10 things. Well, that's a zero percent. Which is hilarious, Success, right? Because yeah, but and he says, yeah, it's probably going to be the case every time. Uh, so, cause you know, it, it's, it's just reality. You start working on something and then you discover something else that needs to happen. Some, either another bug or another feature you want to add. And you forget about the whole original thing you started working on and then you move on and you never get around to it. That, that's a normal course of development when you don't have a project manager that's running your ass. Oh, and attention,
1: attention. Adam Curry is traveling today. According to Dave Jones, the board meeting has been moved to oh, 3 p.m.
0: Central time tomorrow. Thank you. Oh, Ned, my Ned. God. Thank so, you, Dave. So that whole, Well, I guess we better refund CSB then. No, not doing it. Not, not going to do it. Huh?
1: Not going to do it. Uh, and, okay. and then CSB, another 3333 33 just came in
0: with, sorry, you're the warm up band, not the fluffers. There we go. That's much better. But it's still wrong because we're not a Bournemouth band because they don't come on until tomorrow. Yeah, but tomorrow at three o'clock, so we're still before them. I mean, you know, I guess you could say that for anything because a week goes around in full circle. In some ways, we're the warm up for uh, for Grumpy Old Ben's and uh, yeah, and for the what's your other show? The, don't forget the, the Planet Low Rage guys. Yeah, Planet Rage. Yeah, Planet Rage.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you want to subscribe? If you want to keep up, why on, are all your shows so angry? I don't know. It's just yeah. just seems that I bring that out in people. I mean, I I'm mean, not, unrelenting. That's kind of a very harsh term as well. It's like I'm not necessarily angry, but the people that I podcast with when they have to podcast with me are angry. Angry so at you mostly, yes. probably.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: So we have Planet Rage. Search for that. We uh-huh. have uh, Unrelenting. God. We are Good on that voice. now we have mm-hmm. random thoughts r-a-n-d-u-m-b thoughts mm-hmm. we have grumpy old ben's you know you can mm-hmm. put the rock and roll pre-show in your app so you don't miss it i mean at some point i'll do another episode of sir Gene, but he yep. knows when sir Gene speaks it's been a while and then yeah, the good old boys just grumpy old good old boys <laughs> in there. It's, just, it's the grumpy old just boys two good old boys.com oh just two good old boys. Yeah. You want to check all of those out that way. You could have plenty of entertainment Yeah, links in the show notes to get you through the week. The podfather is uh, traveling right now. Mm -hmm. And next week we might have Gene boots on the ground on the border. Are you going to try to get into Mexico?
0: Uh, Not right now. (laughs) Probably a very wise move. But if I did, it'd be easier to do it just to cross the border than it would be to fly on the airplane. Could you get some Cubans then? Yeah, you can get Cubans right across the border. You don't need to go far.